0: Welcome to today's episode. It is a replay of Heal and Elevate inside our coaching community day one, where we walk you through what we will be coaching on for the next six weeks. We do these quarterly for our community so they can get back in touch with what they want and really change the narrative of being stuck. I hope you enjoy. And if you want to join, which I encourage you to join It's a year long of coaching you and a space for you to be able to grow. You can check the show notes for the link, and I hope you enjoy. Good morning.
1: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the next rounds of Heal and Elevate in our self-mastery community. My name is Audrey Diaz. I'm your life and confidence coach.
0: I'm Sabrina Castillo, and I'm your life and business coach, and this is our third round of Heal and Elevate. For those of you who are in the community, this is a little bit of a different scenario because we are in StreamYard, but when we coach in our communities, we're always in Zoom because we love to have an intimate conversation around what is happening, and if you've ever coached with Audrey and I, we really believe in the art of coaching and really stretching you into new ways of thinking and creating for yourself. So welcome so much. And the remainder of our calls will be on Zoom, but we thought we would do something fun today. We wanted to invite people from the outside because Audrey and I really believe that everyone should have access to creating the life that they want. And even one call can be life-changing.
1: We never realize how just one small thing that somebody says can completely shift our mindset and take us on this journey of personal development. This is a journey that Sabrina and I have been on in a very long time. And the more we do this, the more we realize the power of community and how much we need one another to continue that growth. So like Sabrina said, We're going to do this in this format because we have some basic things we want to go over with you, things to keep in mind, things to think about, and the next series of calls will all be interactive. Good morning to everyone I see in the comments. Good morning. Good morning. And
0: here's how we're going to do this. We're going to present because like Audrey said, we do believe that there's fundamentals of ways that you have to think. And there are a couple of things that I just really want you to take at least 30 seconds right now to ground yourself and understand that what you want to really get out of here comes from you. I want you to take ownership of this time and I want you to create what you came to create not what you're hoping we're going to tell you, because the reality is a lot of this you've either heard before you've seen before, but what really makes the difference is coaching, right? I sent an email out. You might've seen it, but I said, you don't need coaching, but you need coaching, right? That's because none of us need to be told what to do. We all know exactly what we need to do, but here's, how to really frame this work, especially if you're really committed to your growth and you've already started on a personal development journey. Here's how I want you to set your mind for the next 30 seconds. I want you to listen to Audrey and I. And when something hits, I want you to take ownership of that. I want you to really come in as the expert. And I want you to take three points that you learned today that hit differently for you. And then I want you to really write down something that's squared away with you, where you're like, I knew that this and this was true for me. And today it was validated. And the third thing I want you to do is I really want you to picture a circle. And inside that circle, I want you to write down things that are circling around for you that you're like, I understand what you're saying, but I don't understand what you're saying. Because then you really get give your brain direction on how to become coachable and take the most out of this call.
1: And I also want to make sure that you guys are fully present as you sit through this. I know what it's like, mom life, busyness on a Saturday morning with kids. And that's the reason we do this at eight o'clock, because hopefully it's still quiet enough in your home. But if you're doing dishes or sweeping your kitchen while you're doing this call, you're doing yourself a disservice. So in personal development, when you come to an event, when you show up to a call, we ask you to play full out which means that you are fully here. In-person events are always the place where you'll get the most impact, but that doesn't mean that you won't receive something from this call that can't change your life. So you want to make sure that you're here present with us.
0: Yeah. So we're going to get started and then we're going to walk you through an exercise at the end. And we're again, really happy that you're able to join us. So let's see if this. Okay. Audrey, can you see that? I can see it. Okay. Put it in the chat if you can see it. <laughs> so I was having some technical difficulties yeah. this morning. But um, so this is Heal and Elevate. If you're part of our community and you've been through Heal and Elevate, you know that we're huge advocates of going through Heal and Elevate multiple times. Because as you grow, information lands very different. And we have a community member here. And I think we had a big aha uh-huh moment. And I was sharing it with a friend yesterday about how I am now feeling in that space of I'm continuously growing. And what I realized that even then our ego starts to come in and I've been creating more of the same, but a little bit better. And I was explaining to her how that's been happening for me. And she's like, Oh my God, I think I do the same. So this is what Aji means. We want you to play out full out. Um, so that you can really start to understand what creating a life that you love is by design.
1: Because there's so many things that we have to unlearn about ourselves and the way we think. And also, as you go through this journey, we'll also teach you how sometimes what you think you want for your life is really a lens on what someone else wants for you. Yeah, Your family, your spouse, friends, And you start to think that that's what you want too. We want to strip all of that away because the more authentic you get, the more in alignment you're going to feel with what's in your soul. Yeah. And one of the things that
0: we do in the community and in any coaching that Audrey and I do is that we never want to hold shame over what we have accomplished. What we want for you is to feel good about your life and what you want right? We want you to feel it means knowing that there is a better way that you still get to create a life that you love. And that success doesn't mean you have to sacrifice everything or burn everything down, right? The ability to be able to just move through what it means to create something that you love.
1: These are some of the reasons you might have showed up today. You feel like there's not enough time in your life. I get that. You feel like you have to pick between your ambition and your family. I get that or you feel stuck. I remember years ago, laying my head in my pillow at night, because I created the life that we were taught to, you know, the one where you have the grocery list of things that you're supposed to check off. And I did all of those things. And I wondered, like, well, why do I still feel so unfulfilled? And we say to you, create a life that you love. And Sabrina mentioned, like, you know, deep down, there's this knowing of what you need to do what you want out of your life, but you never allow yourself to fully go there because you talk yourself out of it and you tell yourself all the reasons why you can't have that.
0: Right. And that happens very intuitively because we were taught how to do things from a direction of it's either right or wrong. What's the right path? What's the wrong path? List all your options, weigh them out, make the best decision. That's the right decision. And I'm not saying that There are right and bad decisions that we need to think through. Of course, like there are some things that are good for you and some things that are not good for you, but this ability to be able to think through what we want, right? And not associating it with something bad is going to happen to us, that we trust ourselves to know how to make decisions because of course we know how to make decisions that keep us safe. All of that is part of the process, right? But what happens is over time, there's a gap kind of comes in. And there are growth gaps, right? There's the assumption gap. So I want you to look at these and I just want you to think through which one are you stuck in? Because stuck just means that there is a decision in front of you and you don't like the answer, right? Whether it's, I want something different and you're holding shame about, maybe I chose the wrong career, maybe I chose the wrong partner, maybe I chose the wrong life. that's what's making you feel stuck, right? You don't like the answer in front of you. The fact that you might have to revisit what it means to recreate a new reality for you. So it's not that you're stuck. It's actually that you know exactly what you want and you don't like the answer, right? So look through these, right? There's the assumption gap. I will always assume I will automatically grow. Audrey, that was one of my biggest ones, I think. I was like, oh, like if I get a college degree, if I do this, if I do this, I'm just going to automatically grow.
1: That was my biggest gap in my 20s. Like one day it'll just automatically be better.
0: (laughs) Yeah. One day everything will just happen. And then there's the knowledge gap. I will say the knowledge gap started to come in as something that was really holding me back in my mid 30s because it was like a clear, abundant message that I had knowledge gaps about how to grow. And I didn't like how that felt.
1: Actually, like number two is an interesting one, because when I work with a lot of my clients, something as simple as social media, right? We're probably all here around the same age, like late 30s, early 40s. And social media has changed a lot. And I can't tell you how many women I work with that are like, I just don't know how to make a reel. I don't know. I don't know how to use that program. And that holds us back. Something that simple. And that's
0: when they when my clients, too, will say, like, oh, I feel stuck with like the marketing, and I was like, it's back to what I said about being stuck. You may not like the feeling of having a deep understanding that this is like the way that people like to communicate now and the way they like to receive information and that you don't have it because you're used to being at the top of your game. You're used to being the one that everyone goes to. And the idea that you may not know something feels uncomfortable.
1: I, I work with a lot of women who also focus so much at what they're good at. Because they yeah. don't want really to go into the areas in the places where they have to learn. They might have to start over. Or like the next gap says the timing gap is just not the right time. Right. And they'll tell themselves it's too late or it, I'm not ready yet. And mm-hmm. here's the thing. As a confidence coach, I always tell my clients that the definition of confidence is two twofold. Number one, you identify what it is that you want to get good at. And you learn the skill set to get good at it. And then number two, you simply put it into practice until your brain adapts and you're able to do it like riding a bicycle, like driving a car. But what happens, especially at this age, right, we start to associate shame around not knowing these things. We make it mean something about us. But if you take that definition of confidence and just have it be scientific, right, I don't know it. It is what it is. It's a fact. I don't know it, but I can learn it and I can practice it. That way you take the shame out, and you just dedicate yourself to it. Mm
0: -hmm. Which is perfect, because the next gap is the mistake gap, right? I'm afraid of making a mistake, as if we've never made mistakes, right? But the older we get, the more experienced we are, the more we, the women that I coach and, and, and even my peers, what I've noticed is that somehow if we make a mistake, we're gonna lose it all, right? That comes from a scarcity mindset of this ability that like somehow we can't make mistakes because something bad will happen. And what I wanna just present is that when you make mistakes there's the ability to create better opportunities.
1: And you know that our audience is majority uh, of first generation women. And our parents didn't show us what making a mistake looks like.
0: No, they kept everything very guarded. At least my parents did. Or
1: we were punished for making the wrong choice. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And that's how
0: we really enter this perfection gap, right? Where I have to find the best way. And if I don't find the best way, then I can't move forward. And what I've learned is that it is only in the imperfection path that you will find the best way. Right? Right. And then there's the inspiration gap. I don't feel like doing it. I get it. This is just, you're tired, right? Like there's all these gaps that we've mentioned previously that makes it feel like I don't feel like doing it, right? Like I, I did my time and now you want me to learn new things and you want me to think differently and it's like exhausting and no one tells you this part as you're growing up, right? Because everybody kept things to themselves And this is part of something that you have to really identify.
1: And we're going to talk about that as we start Heal and Elevate, the grounding techniques, the discipline to carry out your grounding techniques that are going to keep you focused on what it is that you specifically need to keep growing.
0: And then there's the comparison gap, right? Are others better than I am? And it feels like everyone is better than us. Like somehow everyone got... A magic code and you didn't get it, right? And that is just a thought, right? And a belief to be, to really root yourself in this idea that somehow you don't get to have what you want. And we want to just close that gap. This is like the one gap I want to close for everyone completely because I feel
1: like it is more
0: damaging than yeah. anything
1: especially with social media and again being latina sabrina now you've told me that your mom is always comparing you to your cousins
0: yeah (laughs) or not no not my cousins um like and and they do it so slickly right where it seems unharmful right like friends oh so and so did you see the car they got did you see the house they got did you see this did you see that and that's comparing right yeah that's comparing um or you're right In some of my cousins oh so 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 and so took you know you're on on vacation, and so I, I'm very um, secure in in who I am now, and and I don't get triggered easily. So the other day she said something like that, and I was like, "Do you want me to take you on vacation? I can take you on vacation. Point. <laughs> like just ask me what you want." <laughs> and I think like oh she's like oh no no no. I was like it's okay if you want me to take you on vacation. I personally haven't had the capacity to maybe even think about what that would look like. But if that's something you want, I'm open to it, right? And like, it just, I hear something though. Lately, she just doesn't say anything to me because
1: I think like everything that I come back with is so direct. She's like, I better just not say anything anymore. You will learn better communication.
0: Through yes, it, right? you learn how to communicate. And like, <laughs> that's essentially what all these gaps are, right? Is learning how to communicate, yes, with others. But first and foremost with yourself, right? Because the last gap is the expectation gap. I thought it would be easier than this. This is just like, we all probably, because we were all sold this. um, I mean, we were just sold a a dream that is not ours, right? It doesn't mean that we don't get to live a dream, but we were sold a dream that's not ours, right? I like to use the, if you're, if you were one of the little girls who like planned your whole wedding, I love to use that in a twofold. The first one is the reason why it's so easy to find someone and get married and do the whole like wedding thing. I'm not talking the marriage part, but the wedding thing, right. And get excited about it is because you've been manifesting that since you're, you've been doing a vision board since you were playing with Barbies. Right. And so there's some truth to that. And the second part is that that's all we were told. So when we get into the marriage part, we're like, I thought it would be easier. And it's like, cause no one talks about what is actually happening with us. After the happily ever after, right? Yeah, like, we're sold a dream that, like, the event is the dream, right? But that's that we all know if you're married that it is not the case. Like, that's just, (laughs) that's one day, right? Out of every day that you're spending with somebody. And this happens in friendships, right? Like, somehow if you meet someone and you have everything in common with them, because that's how we're taught friendships when we're younger, that we're going to be BFFs. But having something in common with someone doesn't mean that you're going to be completely aligned with that person. Their vision might be different. Their values might be different. Their dreams might be different. And so we get disillusioned when you're like, but our favorite colors were pink. And now you don't care about X, Y, and Z. That's really important to me, right? Like all of that, I think it's like, sorted out differently
1: and that's why you're here because this catchphrase right now like-minded women we all want that we all see that everywhere that means something because a lot of us are holding on to friendships that no longer serve us and when we're building a new life we need to be very protective of our new goals and our new visions and the ways that we're working on ourselves because Jim Rohn wasn't lying you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with who are those people they headed in the direction where you want to go
0: Yes. And I want to share that that quote, I can see why a lot of people are scared by it. Because it if you are not surrounded by good people, it really makes you feel like, well, what am I supposed to do? Like, stop talking to other people around me, right? But that's why we're here. So <laughs> we introduced ourselves. I'm Sabrina. I'm Audrey. <laughs> and we are just really here to walk you through this. In the most loving empathetic loving way if you've ever coached with us you know that first and more foremost who you are is really important to us and helping you create that next
1: version of yourself is so important to us so we know that it always starts with you and to give yourself permission to change your mind Permission to start over. It's okay. And it's normal. Like between Sabrina and I, we have changed careers so many times, completely changed everything that we wanted so many times. You're not alone in that. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And not only
0: have we changed careers, sometimes we change them and it wasn't exactly maybe what we wanted to do, but it was what we needed. Right. It's not like I've been on the up and up my whole life. Right. Right. Um, it may look that way, but there was times where I had to choose certain paths or certain careers or a certain way of making a living because it's just what I needed, right? I wanted to just chill. <laughs> I wanted to just, you know, I'm smart. Yes, just pay me my money because I know how to do X, Y, and Z versus like really having to come in on this other side. So allow yourself to really understand what it is that you want, right? Right. And I'm going to go through a little bit about what you want, because I what I've learned is that most women don't know what they want. So no one can produce great things if he is not thoroughly sincere in dealing with himself. That's a quote of John Maxwell. And I love it because that's where it starts. It starts with you. So as part of this journey, we want you to open for growth. So this is the first and foremost, what we need you to do right so some of you are here because you're already part of the community so these are sort of the grounding rules of what it's going to be like for the next six weeks so if you do continue to join this is part of it right so that's why we're going through the very important fundamental parts of what day one looks like we want you to decide commit grow your beliefs build the skills so you can redefine a new identity and step into your abundant mindset right
1: what you we have want to, to be to, open what we want you to have is a growth mindset And by definition, that is someone who looks to themselves for all the ways in which they need to change in order to have the life that they want. And so many of us have a fixed mindset that when we ask you, how about, you know, what do you want, this, this, that? And they're like, no, but this, but this person, but this situation isn't right. Stop looking outside for the things that you need to change and take full responsibility. And that is actually going to be the first part of Heal and Elevate. This is the Heal portion of uh, Heal and Elevate in which you're looking at yourself and what thoughts am I holding that I need to change in order to have the life that they want? Where do I need better discipline? Where do I need to pick up better skills so that I can control myself, my thoughts, my day? Instead of outsourcing your validation, your motivation to whatever's going on around you. That's the most primary step. And it's the place in which most of us get wrong in the beginning of the day and then spend the day spiraling because then we're just reacting.
0: And this is hard, especially if you also have like a business, because I can't tell you how uncomfortable it is to be a business coach sometimes because people want me to give you answers. But for that, there's consultants and mentors. And then when you do exactly what they say and it doesn't work out, all you do is create less trust for yourself. And I'm not saying that there's no room for consultants and mentors. There certainly is. But the ability for you to be able to understand how to grow yourself, right? I had a client who put out a project um, and what came back wasn't what she was expecting um, from the vendor. And we went through... whole process and really what it came down to it was she had to face the fact that she had to really grow her communication skills because they actually really did deliver what they communicated. And so that's just that ability and it sucks to sit there and be like, oh, it's me, right? Like, I have to be a better communicator, like, I have to be able to say things better for myself. Um, But all of this comes down to your thoughts and your beliefs, right? The reason why it's hard to have a growth mindset is because you truly have to believe that you can learn anything, right? That saying, like if if you have kids, right? And you tell your kids you could do anything you have to believe, you have to inherit that for yourself. Because when you don't inherit that for yourself and you're not reaching those things that you want to reach, you really just end up having a lot of resentment, right? So what is holding you back in your beliefs, right? Probably not having a safe space to grow. It's really hard when you have it all. Audrey, I don't know, but I think like you and I in the community, that's probably like the biggest thing. Everyone has it all, all in the checklist, right? Whatever it is that you wanted, whether it was marriage, kids, career, business, money, like you've done a lot in life. And when you go to your family and friends and you're like, oh, I really, there's something missing. They're going to probably say like, well, just be grateful for what you have.
1: Right. And that's, that produces a lot of guilt because then yeah. you have to walk with your tail between your legs. And I would say that then this is the second part of heal and elevate, because so much has happened to us. Let's say in our teens and in our twenties, and past failures, past things that didn't go out, come out the way that we wanted them to, start to play in our heads. So in yeah. our twenties, so many women come up to us and like, I don't know why I can't be the way I was in my twenties. Like I wasn't scared of anything. I would just go out and get what I wanted. Well, you never had anything to compare yourself to yet. Like right. you were just excited to go out there and do what you were going to do. You didn't have life weighing you down. Now you might have kids and you feel like, oh, I need to play it a lot safer. Yeah. I can't, I can't do these things.
0: And if you did something when you were younger and it didn't work out, when you try to do something now, your your subconscious is like, oh, do you, that, there was that time. It keeps score. You have to be aware of when that's happening and then there's resistance, you know? I don't know how many times I've coached women and they're like, oh no, I'm just not good at that. Oh no, I know exactly what I want, I'm very confident. I do, I have told people, people have told me like, oh no, I'm, I'm really confident, I don't need the part, I don't need the mindset part, let's just do this. That's resistance, right? Because it's uncomfortable to potentially believe that maybe you're not, you haven't developed the confidence skills in the way that serve you best.
1: That's interesting, because I'm going to say that the mindset piece is everything. Everything. Just like a little nod to this Netflix show that I'm watching right now, um, How to Get Rich with Ramit Sethi. I started watching it. It's so good. But what I've noticed, which I know already, is that watching him coach financially various people, it all goes back to the way they're thinking about money. Yeah not their actual situation with money, how how much comes in, how much is going out, but the beliefs that they have around it. So these beliefs, your resistance, the way you're viewing your life is going to affect everything. It's not strategy. It's the way you're thinking about it.
0: Yeah. And it's hard because if you, your brain and the way that you operate, has been telling you like, but we did everything right. Everything should work out. It's not because you did everything right. It's, what has to change is your thoughts and beliefs. And, and that boils down to the last part of what we're going to work through, which is not being able to embody a new self concept, right? This recreation of a new self, but internally, right? I'm not talking about a makeover that happens if that's what you want. But I'm talking about really embodying this idea that like, no, and, and putting against the resistance. So I'll share like one of my personal stories, like, I grew up really believing that like i was a procrastinator right like i'm using a very small thing here and it's taken so much work to un believe that to create a new like no to the point where if i feel like i'm procrastinating i have to be very aware of it and notice when it's being resistance and being like no like this is who i am now and it's not easy creating a new self-concept right um Becoming a new person is not an easy thing.
1: And that's me with fitness. I used to think that I was like the laziest person that couldn't work out. I remember going to the gym, uh, being on a bike for half an hour, then going to go eat pasta <laughs> until I told myself, if I want to be able to stick to a fitness journey, I have to start to think of myself as an athlete. How yeah. does the athlete show up to their workouts or their nutrition?
0: And that's a perfect example, because if you follow Audrey, there's probably been a thought where you're just like, well, I couldn't do that, right? That's just because you haven't created the belief in the new self-concept. And it really starts with a decision that I can do X, Y, and Z. But because doing X, Y, and Z can feel very hard, we tell ourselves, oh, but that's not really what I want anyways,"
1: Right. I always tell women that you seed in your mind, and then your body follows through. And this is a really great example of this. This is Maslow's hierarchy of needs. He was a a psychologist that developed this triangle. This is what we need as human beings. And if you notice, it's a pyramid, meaning that the most foundational thing you need is to have your basic needs met. That includes shelter, shelter, a home, food, clean water. And then as you go and you build up all of these things, the last thing on the top is self-actualization. And the reason this is important is because in Heal and Elevate, we meet you where you are. You might show up to this place thinking, I want to show up because I have this goal that I want to carry out. But as you go through this process, you might see like there are safety needs that are not being met in your life. And sometimes we punish ourselves like, why can't I just get this right? Well, because your body knows it's not safe in certain areas. I will tell you personally, when I was going through my divorce, because I can tell you that a woman knows in her head way before she ever gets divorced, that that's what she wants. I was trying to focus on my business and keep thriving in my business because that's That was my, that was my personality type, very competitive, very, I'm going for that and that's it. But what I was doing was running away from what I was feeling about my marriage until I just couldn't go on anymore. And I realized like the reason that I can't focus on self-actualization at this point is because my psychological needs, belonging, love, safety, were not being met. So we're going to ask you to slow down and focus on the things that you might not want to look at. Because yeah. it's always fun to feel like you're crushing it at a goal, but this right here, this is the work you need. And this
0: is where we really start to create the ability to feel what it is that we want. So in our community, I love putting dreams to the test. Like, you know, what happens when you compare yourself to those who are superior to you, right? When you start to question how you've sort of been operating when you compare yourself what would happen if you stop comparing yourself Uh, what happens if you really analyze like that process right that's why we do heal and elevate so we keep saying heal and elevate and if you've been part of our community you know that the first thing that we do is to really understand um, how to move forward from being stuck And that we want to take personal responsibility for that. We're not blaming you. I'm not blaming myself. But there is some personal responsibility and being like, look, there's all this happening. Life is 50-50. And in spite of that, like, I'm still going to choose to grow because I want to do that, right? And in that growth, I'm going to be able to create more of what it is that I want. And to be able to do that, it means that you have to start to be intentional with your time, right? This... And and I just want to be really clear here because like one of the things that I always want to do is to really cement some of these ideas, right? I know you might think that you have it all put together, right? Because even I do that sometimes, but there are times even till this day where I get into this time just passes by, where I don't plan. And I'm like, oh, I wish. I've even said like, I just wish that like everything just would work out with me. Like someone would come help me. Mm-hmm. Like, come save me, right? That's
1: the hero narrative. So many of us grew up with that. We're waiting for someone to come into our lives that will rescue us from whatever situation that we're in.
0: And what I know now, right, is that I'm able to identify that, catch the resistance, and then walk myself into an intentional timeline, right? Which is like, okay, if I wish that, what is it that I'm hoping will happen? I'll feel better. I'll feel more free. I'll feel supported. Oh, I need support. Where do I need support from, right? So we're gonna walk you through that because the first three weeks are with Audrey because she is the person who really helps you to ground and stretches you to really think about that part of the pyramid. That is something you probably don't deal with often, right? And it's the hardest part to deal with. It's easy to, I'm not saying it's easy, it's fun sometimes to come to the second part where it's like, let's dream. And, you know, I love that part and creating beliefs and really inspiring you, but none of that can
1: happen without that. So we want you to stop the spiral. Yeah. And it's going to continue meaning that even Sabrina and I spiral all the time, <laughs> but by stop the spiral. What we mean is that we're going to teach you the tools to make it a lot shorter. So, whereas Someone that doesn't work on themselves will spend like a week just in a funk, taking it out on mm-hmm. everyone around them. Sabrina and I are really good at constantly checking in with ourselves. Like, okay, what is it that's going on with me? What is it that mm-hmm. I'm believing? What is it that I need? And then stop it, and then meet our needs with discipline. Yeah, but we'll get into that. I can tell
0: you. I don't know. Maybe like six years ago. Audrey knows because I when I used to if there was ever like a disagreement with my husband, it was like a week of spiraling. Sometimes I would call out of work because I'm like, I just, I don't want to deal, right? Now he triggers me and it's kind of fun because I'm like, oh, what's happening here? You know, so I don't, sometimes I don't fall into the spiral, but even when I do, it's like maybe like an hour and I really start to think through what is it that I need? I, I literally, this is the framework for that, which is you stop you take over your space, you make a decision, and you move forward. And I'm not saying you're ignoring what happened. But often, um, again, I'm talking about if, if you're within any relationship whether its friendship or that with there's mutual boundaries, respect, and so forth, because I think there are spaces you get into where you're not fully safe. And I think you also need to be aware of that. But in my in this example, I'm using about like, all of those things have been um, defined. And I just don't like the answer back to stuck, right? I have to make a decision. Oh, I want to feel supported, but he's just not the one that's going to give me the kind of support I need right now. So who do I have back to like the five people, right? I call Audrey, I call this person, Um, I make a decision, right? And then I decide to move forward. And I, I do this with my kids too, all the time.
1: I think like in our society right now, it's so common and popular to see like the overwhelmed woman. And it's kind of like a joke, like the mom whose house is a mess. She hasn't worked out in three days. Um, Laundry's piling up and she's like, oh, FML. And then we're like, oh, yeah, that's mom life for you. That's that's how that's just the way things are. They don't have to be. They really
0: don't have to be. You'll have moments because they happen. Right. But this idea that we really get to create our vision of peace and joy helps because all the things you want after that, follow. Money follows happy. Happy people follow happy people. Like, it's just sort of what happens. Um, and also, I just wanted to share something with you. There is no perfect scenario in which you won't spiral, in which you will always have 100% clarity. So one of the things we do in our community, that's part of the reason why we don't sell this as a come you're going to get full clarity and then you're going to go out and live your best life. We're going to teach you the tools to be able to deal with the fact that you're actually always going to spiral at some point, right? And there is going to be times that even when you reach the goals that you've defined within these six months, that you're going to feel stuck in the next level. There's always a next level.
1: Which is also why we have hot seat coaching every Tuesday at noon, because we all need those tune-ups. We all need yeah. someone to be there in our corner and help us think, think through whatever life throws at us.
0: Yeah. And it's part of being able to create your own energy in your own environment, right? You come on Tuesdays, and you're like, you know, this coworker yesterday was just like throwing me off. And we help you kind of go through that, right? Because it's your life, and you have to plan for it. And you always hear this, like what you focus on grows. And it sounds like a quote that maybe gets pushed around a lot, but it is so true. So We're going to head into, uh, I just want you to take a moment, grab a pen, if you haven't had one already, and a journal, because we're going to try to grab a hold of your dreams and we're going to go through a small exercise. And then I want to kind of see the chat because I haven't been able to see it since I'm running the presentation.
1: You guys are very quiet. That means that you're all very focused right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let's just take a moment,
0: right? Like what are, uh, back to the first framework that I shared, which is like a triangle, where are the three points? have you identified one point that you're going to work on, right? Put it in the chat, not all three, just one of the three that you've identified. And it's a good way to keep you accountable to this work. So I'm sure you've heard a lot, but like, what's one thing you're like, oh, this is an interesting point that I want to start to implement and explore. And then I want you to take time right now also to being like, What's something that you heard that you've already heard before, and you're like, I knew this was right for me. All right. I'm gonna take some water. I feel like we've been, It. I like doing this because it just keeps you grounded in the conversation, right? So just take a minute. Um, and then we're gonna get into the second part right now, which is grab a hold of your dream. And I think when it comes to dreams, Audrey, you can tell me, right? But somewhere along the lines, we think talking about what your dream becomes like a childish thing.
1: It's not realistic. It's yeah. not realistic. Yeah. Like I can't tell you how many women come up to me and say something like, I want to go back to school. I want to change careers. Yeah. Talk I- out of it. Also, put in the chat
0: if you're over 35, because we're in a new generation, ladies. Honestly, like we grew up that when you hit 40, our family members, I mean, my grandmother looked like an abuelita at 40. I have pictures. I'm not lying. And we're in in a place that has never existed before. The fact that like 40 and 45-year-old women are just getting started, I mean, that's
1: exciting to me. Well, I, you know, when I heard Sabrina, that the golden girls, like the ages of the golden girls, yes,
0: yes, 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 50, they, they looked 75. Exactly. I'm telling you, ladies, you, if you have felt like your time has passed, I w- that's like the one thing I want you to watch away because we have never been in this place in this world at this time where 40 year olds get to do whatever
1: the hell they want to do. Oh, we got some 28 and 29 year olds, like, you're oh. so lucky to be here because we're preparing yes. the mindset <laughs> for
0: where you That you're- means that by the time, let me just, that's awesome. When I was 28, the this didn't even exist that I wanted to do this. Um, our restaurant, uh, that idea didn't really come into fruition until I was 35. When I was 28, I was coming out of my first failed business. It wasn't really a failed, but I thought it was a big failure. I was a publicist and I had a PR agency, and I decided I didn't want to do it anymore for a lot of reasons, but mostly I just didn't have the belief that I was confident to keep it going. And because of that, I held a lot of shame. Um, so whatever it is that you're doing at 28, you get to do that and like a hundred more things.
1: Yeah, yeah, it all work out.
0: Yeah, it always works out. Okay, so let's get ready here. Grab a hold of your dreams. Here's just some questions I want you to think through. What area in your life do you need to reclaim ownership over to move towards your dreams, right? Sometimes it's your time,
1: right? Right. Energy. What, do you,
0: what do you think about my business or career, right? And this is what I mean. If you wanna start a business and you have thoughts about that industry, it is so important for you to understand what that means for you. Um, because sometimes you think, oh, it's oversaturated. I have to plug my computer in, Andre, so you, go ahead.
1: Or that you have to be better than other people. You have to do it the way people are doing it. Or again, the comparison, right? Like that you have to show up the way that they do or be really good at camera. Like what if that's just not your strength and that's okay? And mm-hmm. then you're able to find out where do you, where do you shine? Yeah. And then what do I think about my ability to
0: succeed? You might have a thought about what success looks like for you, but if you've ever had the thought of other, meaning if you've ever driven around a neighborhood and you see a home that you like and you're like, oh, they must, they must be rich. You've already identified that somehow that is not for you. And that's what
1: we really want you to be aware of. This is my favorite. How do I define success? My favorite, because you might not want what other people want. You probably don't, and that's perfectly fine. But your ability to define what it is that you want and be in alignment with it will save you from hustling towards something that's going to make only someone else happy.
0: Yeah. You have to be able to understand what success looks like for you. Um, And understand that that's a moving needle, Right. Like there are times and you have different phases in your life where success looks different for you, which is why um, part of it, you have to understand, like, how much do I need? What do I want? Right. Like if you want to make a lot of money, like how confident do you feel in making that money? A lot of the times we don't even feel you have we all have a threshold. Right. Some of you see yourselves making X amount. Others can't see yourself making more than X amount. I just want you to know that no matter how high the number is, it's still a limited belief.
1: I talk a little bit about this in our last podcast episode, Mm -hmm. Soft Girl. As a first generation Latina, go check that out because my definition of success definitely has changed drastically.
0: Yeah. And then I forgive myself for, this Mm -hmm. goes back to what I was explaining when I was 28. I had to really forgive myself that I didn't have the skills. I didn't have the resources. And the shame that I held with that, right, um, meant that I held myself back in a lot of ways.
1: Not only that, but as we go into this and the heal part of heal and elevate, we'll talk about some of the ways trauma has caused us to show up, the, the roles that we have played in life. And looking back, you might hold shame for the way you showed up in certain places and certain relationships you have to forgive yourself too because that's who you needed to be at that moment but we'll get into that
0: yeah so we're gonna go through the wheel of life um here's what I want you to do I want because I'm gonna um we're gonna go through this but we're gonna take off the sharing screen so write down just the way we have it here joy play And then body nutrition, the reason why we put a line between body and nutrition, friends and family is because often we bunch those, but they have very different meanings in our life. Romantic relationships, physical environment, relationship with God, career, money, joy, and play. We go through this over the next six weeks, so we're not gonna go through the whole thing. But what we want you to know is that there is room Always for you to kind of grow, and depending on how your wheel is, if it's bumpy, meaning like let's say embody you're like at five, but friends you're like a two, romantic you're like a nine, physical you're like a three. That would be like a very bumpy wheel, evening out, but not all at once, right? Deciding where you want to focus is important. So, which area here would you like to focus on? And. Just write that one down so that we can kind of walk you through.
1: And all of these categories are very important to us because here at the Dream Lab, we don't want to just help an ambitious woman be more ambitious and see more career success in her life. We want a woman that has a beautiful life, that lives a life by design. And that could be climbing the corporate ladder, being CEO of your company. But that could also be like, I want to live off the grid And live off the land. That's what's going to make you happy. And you are a multifaceted woman. There's so many dimensions to you. You are mind, body, and soul. Yeah. And we tend to neglect some of those areas. So with this wheel, we want you to really think about where you are in each of those. Because the places in which you'll come out the shortest are the places that you might need to address before you address those bigger career goals.
0: Yeah. So before we just stop, I just wanted to share again, for those of you who are not in the community, and you're not a one on one client, we're going to teach you how to we're still going to do this for you guys, you guys are just already in there. But we're going to teach you how to bridge that gap, right, that we talked about. And we're going to be able to help you reimagine your life and give you tools and resources to create a new vision. Because I strongly believe that part of this whole process is being able to Expand your vision, expand your thoughts, and expand your circle. Without those three things, it's really hard to move the needle. And the community does that, right? So we'll hold space for you um, in keeping you from being stuck and helping you ex- feel expansive.
1: And it's it's not going to be comfortable, guys, because yeah. like we've mentioned before, we're going to make you, into the, make you go into the areas that you might be avoiding. Yeah. But that's exactly what you need in order to grow.
0: And then when you join our community, right, um, it's always a one-year process because I, in the six weeks, there are community members in here who have gone through the heal and elevate process three times. And I can tell you, they always find a new way to shift because there's always room for growth, right? So there are two monthly coaching calls, one with me and one with Audrey. That's the hot seat coaching. And then um, being able just to be supported by us. But let's continue here on the ability to be able to work through one of those. We have a few minutes left. Um, But being able to really think through on how to shift in that wheel of life, right? Like what's important to us and how do we do that? Um, I want you to pick the lowest um, part of that area that you're doing and why it is that you feel that way. So for example, Audrey and I really play around with joy and play a lot because we like to have fun. Um, my fun is very different than like what I would say quote quote "traditional fun, right? I find my joy and fun from like connecting with others and doing different things. but it's also important for me to expand myself and try new things. And so that's why I always struggle with like, am I a four or am I a nine? <laughs> you know, But i like to explore from the place of if I felt like if I was a four, what is that? and how do I
1: grow that? Put in the comments, guys, are you surprised about any of the thoughts that are coming up as you see this, especially the areas in your life in which you're like, oh man, I didn't realize that I really need to work on this part, especially looking through this wheel. And next week on our first official call for Heal and Elevate, we are going to go in depth into that wheel. So you'll get it emailed to you um, before next Saturday's call. But yeah. it's it's like time to buckle up, guys. It's time to get really serious. And it, it's so funny because for me, the most important thing in doing this is to show up with discipline. Yeah. But with a lot of grace. Yeah. As you move. It's not punishing yourself with your thoughts. It's I'm going to stick to being the best that I can be.
0: And I think it's really important for you to work. Through this process and understanding a belief that I have, I feel like you should be coached up always. If it's not with us, it's with somebody else. Because again, understanding and becoming coachable through the process that there's somebody here who could really stretch you. I mean, that's just amazing, right? That somebody could be like, hey, yeah, what is, what, what, how can you grow in this area? Or how can you do this? Or is that something you really want?
1: what's that phrase? Like the peanut gallery? The peanut gallery. Is that like, um, I forgot what it's from, but if not, like, if you're not being coached, if you're not being expanded to a higher Mm -hmm. version of yourself, what you're going to be left with is all of the limiting beliefs in your own head that are just going to drive you crazy constantly and then be reinforced (laughs) by everyone around you. If they're not of a growth mindset, Yeah, it's just not it.
0: Yeah. And I can tell you that as you become more experienced in anything, you start to think like, oh wait, I this is exactly what I worked for. So why do I feel empty? And it's only because you haven't created a new path, new progress, new paths of growth that you want to explore. We all we're humans and we always feel great in progress.
1: So Come through in the comments, guys. What do you feel like you're going to have to work on yeah. in order to get to where you want? I want to hear about it.
0: Tell us that one point that you're going to work on. And if you're in the community, drop in the chat. What's that next area? you? And it doesn't have to be the next area. Maybe you're like, I'm sticking. I'm still working on the one I picked in January. Hmm.
1: Limiting mindset, finding comfort during the discomfort is the most difficult part for me. Yes. I'm going to teach you how to feel all of your feelings and hold space for that.
0: And Michelle, I know Michelle, she's a new mom too. So that's... Yeah. That's When we talked about the new self-concept, I think it's... Yeah, you become so different and you don't even... You think you know, and then you don't know. And then they keep growing and then you keep changing here like what is happening here <laughs> yeah
1: mental health that's really important that that's primary when we talk about that that pyramid maslow's hierarchy of needs mental health is foundational and we mm-hmm. all go through it i think even for michelle or anina's comment there it's important to to give yourself the knowledge that things happen in seasons
0: yeah Cindy wrote limiting beliefs. Here's what I will say about limiting beliefs. And I want you to take this is that uh, it's the way you break limiting beliefs is by falling in love with them and having the tools to identify them. Because here's what I've learned about limiting beliefs. They just get more sophisticated. You put one aside and then you think you got it. You're like, oh, I'm doing this, this and this. And then you're like is that the same limiting belief i had five years ago it just looks more sophisticated now
1: need to have the grace with yourself the patience with yourself yes. in that season I mean, like just just wrote i'm still working on romantic relationships and you might need much more time before you're able to move forward in the way that you want to and it's having that compassion with yourself during that time
0: yeah just wrote working on romantic relationship and relationship with god these are so important because they're much more, we have a lot of beliefs about what those should look like. And I think, I, I'm just gonna talk specific about romantic relationships. There's a lot of beliefs of what we think what that should look like. And I think that we get to redefine on what that looks like for ourselves, right? Cindy. Oh, like Cindy's husband. Yeah, we need Cindy's husband. Mike said he goes, I was thinking talking to my husband last night about a new endeavor and planning. And I said, what if it fails? And we lose that money? He said, yay, tax write
1: off. That's an interesting one. Also (laughs) shows you like the difference in perspective between men and women. Yeah, we will think about it a lot more. And they're like, Oh, okay, it is what it is. So it helps to be in a community with women that will hear you and make you feel understood.
0: Yeah. out really use body and nutrition. Yeah.
1: And it's time. I think we need to really let it sit with us that so many of these things take a lot of time. Some things can be like a quick change and your, your perspective is different because somebody else will coach you through, look at it this way and you'll see yeah. a shift, but there are other things that are going to take us time. They take a long time. Yeah. Time and consistency to be able to move to the next level
0: relationship with money that's a big one I feel like I'm still changing that
1: yeah it's always gonna change I'm um (laughs) I'm doing this so intentionally right now because I'm building a house and it's like moving through so much money is scary like every time that i'm like okay this is how much it's going to cost and then yesterday my contractor sent me an invoice for closets and i'm like Ooh, sad. <laughs> and feeling safe in that our relationship with money is so it's tied to our nervous system because a yeah. lot of, especially as daughters of immigrants we're we're so trained in scarcity
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it can be very scary to just feel at peace right what's coming
0: Right. Um, and it just hit me when you said that. Remember when I was talking about how we opt ourselves out of certain things? Because so if you grew up in a household of immigrants, probably I don't know if you guys any of you guys had this experience, but I had this experience where we would go to certain neighborhoods because the houses looked really nice, right? And they, they did have this conversation about other right, like, oh, these people are probably doctors and lawyers and all these things. And now you're that other, right? Now you kind of live in those neighborhoods and houses like that. And it's just, i never realized like how that's, there's probably a part of me in my inner child who's still living in that other, right? I don't know. I,
1: I kind, of kind of had that aha like moment right now. Like when the self-concept, right? does yeah. up to your new identity, yeah.
0: Yeah, because when you said the invoice, I was like, oh, there's probably a time where your parents would never even imagine that you would be able to do this for yourself. Um, yeah, Cindy, I just want you guys, Cindy's a rock star. She's in California and she wakes up at 5 a.m. to come to our sessions and her and I coach right after this. Um, yeah, talk about commitment and and making a decision that this is what you want, right? So yeah, exactly, it, there you go. Where you go trick-or-treating, that's where like the rich people live. I want you to, that's how you start to redefine some of these narratives. Mm-hmm. Um, So I'm going to put in the chat, if you're not in the community, you are welcome to join our community. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to me or Audrey. We are always available. We're always so open to helping people out. Even if you don't join, we're always open to answering questions and helping you. You don't know how much I coach in the DMs. Um, (laughs) I'm just (laughs) saying, I coach a lot in the DMs, but um, there is a unique magic that happens when you're in a community coaching and when you get to voice your opinions like today we get to see the chat but in the zooms we get to hear from you and directly talk to the thoughts and the challenges or the progress that you're trying to make
1: yeah it's not going to be sabrina and i talking at you no it's going to be a lot less talking (laughs) you guys telling us where you want to grow and what's keeping you stuck
0: So we hope you have a beautiful Saturday. And that you took something out of this. So I just want to end with what I started with, which I hope you took three things. I want you to really think through what you heard, three points that you wanted to take with you. Something that really squared away with you, which is like you cemented this idea that you already knew was true for yourself. And then of course, there's going to be things that are still circling in your head and you don't know how to grasp it for me I always share this but when I started the personal development journey it was with people I don't get to really connect with right like Tony Robbins and all that and he always says like take massive action and I was like I don't know what that means I don't know what it means like for me right like I don't does that mean I have to wake up at four or five to work 20 hours 60 hours like I don't know what it means um, and so that's a thought that circled around for me for a long time until I kind of understood what it
1: meant. For Remember me. that. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. And it's like the most important thing I want to tell you is also that our goal here is not to help make you millions of dollars in the bank, although that would be lovely and that can certainly be a result of being in this community. But it's for you to look at your entire life and wake up and feel excited. Yeah. For you not to feel the weight of so many decisions that could be holding you down, the burden of maybe relationships that aren't going the way that you want them to, or even what you see when you look in the mirror. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: We want you to come out of this process. That's why it's a year feeling like I can have control over my life and show up the way that I want to, and things don't have to feel so heavy, but yeah. I can wake up and feel like I'm alive. I'm excited. I have joy in my life and I love what I get to do. That's the goal. I
0: love that. There's nothing to add to that. So no <laughs> like said, have a beautiful Saturday and um, we can't wait to see you next Saturday at 8am. Yes. Bye. Bye.